0: Welcome to another captivating episode of Raw Momversations, where fearless moms and experts unite to explore alternative practices. Hey there, I'm Allie. And I'm Melania. Our mission is to empower your one-of-a-kind parenting journey. Join us as we explore unconventional birthing and parenting methods.
1: Get ready for inspiration, authentic stories, and unwavering family love.
0: Together, we're rewriting our rules of parenting one bold step at a time.
1: So without further ado, let's kick off this Empowering
0: conversation. Raw Momversations, where fearless motherhood leads the way.
2: Just literally, I just looked at the, uh, I didn't form any answers, I just, then it's, it sounds recorded. Mm-hmm. It sounds like, so well, talk a bit like this because we've already started, we started, started the started podcast, months, but
0: our mothers are not paying attention.
2: Not paying attention. Not paying attention Alyssa, her when her she kid.
3: does her podcast, they they're very business-oriented.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-hmm.
2: Okay.
3: And the two of them. We clicked record. record. It's it very
2: sorry. Okay.
1: <laughs> <And> you're fired.
2: <laughs> we're very honored to be here.
1: I love the podcast voice of Beauty Leech.
2: I'm honored to be here.
3: It's <laughs> the <is a> podcast <laughs> voice. I have no podcast voice.
1: Ali, what do we have here today with us? Hmm. Who do we have? The, the reason for our existence <laughs> Our mamas.
3: Well said, well said. Don't have with this. that.
1: <laughs> Welcome to another Raw
2: Conversation. conversation.
0: <laughs> Featuring Ali's mom, Natalie, and my mom, Luba.
1: Yep. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs>
3: nice to be here on a Sunday morning.
1: 9 a.m. We told them they're on an episode of The View this morning, so
3: they got all dolled up.
1: <laughs>
2: this is even better.
1: So today will be a very interesting and intimate podcast. Hopefully not too many secrets will be revealed.
0: No. Or maybe. Maybe. We'll see where we all stand after this podcast.
1: <laughs> if you don't hear from us, it's because <laughs> someone didn't make it. <laughs> I <life. laughs>
3: You know what they say? You're a mom forever. Yeah. Whether you're 60, 70, 80, because we both have moms.
2: That's right. That
3: still are with us. With us and uh, would love to always know what we're doing every day Mm -hmm. and how you grandchildren are doing as well. So, So it never ends. It never ends, girls. Yeah. Your mom's forever, which is fabulous.
1: So you're saying we're going to have to change your diapers again one day?
3: Exactly. Not that, no. (laughs) No. Exactly. Sorry to tell you, honey. No, Uh, it's
2: not happening. It's called the full circle of life.
0: No, my mom wants to be somewhere very luxurious. Yes,
2: someone someone else, very handsome young man will be changing me.
0: (laughs) My dad's aware. (laughs) No shame in the game. Should we jump right in? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Mama, you're the one that likes to tell this story. Do you want to share how Ali and
2: I met? I would love to. Um, I remember the day like it was, literally yesterday. Um, it, I did not know uh, Natalie before this, and uh, this was a Ukrainian scouting organization called PLAST. Um, it was, I had just enrolled Melania into it, so she knew nobody, not one soul. And it was the uh, opening of the, of the year. It was like a, a lunch after church. And we went downstairs. And so one side of the hall was where the parents were sitting. And the, uh, the other side was where all the children were, all the scouts. And they, the children were told, okay, everybody, go find a seat. And Melania knew nobody. And she stood there like a deer in headlights while everybody else was scrambling to go sit next to their friends. And, and then I saw Allie, who did not know Melania, and just looked at her. And she put up her hand and she waved her over and she put her hand on the seat next to it, like we used to do in school. You know, like when you hold the seat for somebody. Come, come, come yeah. us, yeah. And she waved her over. <clears throat> And I looked at Melania's eyes, and it was just such—I suppose—gratitude or like relief. And she ran over, and that was it. That was the beginning of their relationship. Aww. I remember, every I remember time. feeling such love for this girl. Mm-hmm. I want to cry that I didn't even know yet. But and we're all crying. <laughs> <laughs> but there was such kindness from a stranger. Yeah. So, so how old were we then?
3: Yes, what's, what's your well,
2: age you're two, two years. We're two years apart. Yeah. So, um, Melania, you must have been five. Five. Five and seven. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. We've known each other a very long time. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Fun fact, we're born in April. Yes. I'm, the, I'm
1: the 12th. She's the 21st. Yeah, so mm-hmm. switch our numbers Blackburn.
2: around. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay.
3: and, and now and then
2: our, our relationship started. Yes.
3: Yes. Yeah, and, and then I think, well, I had already Alyssa. And you also. I already had uh,
2: Larissa. Larissa,
3: yeah. And then I was pregnant with Michael. And then
2: you were pregnant with Nicole. Yeah. Yeah. So our siblings, our sisters are
1: the same age. Our brothers are the same age. And we're just about the same age. So that's what's. So did your friendship blossom after that?
2: Oh, 100%. Absolutely. We've been friends forever. Yeah. Wow. We were just saying we were in the kitchen taking children uh, taking pictures with our grandchildren and thinking, did you ever think that the days where we were having, you know, shots and, and up at your and, house yes. till three o'clock in the morning and somebody put me in a in a pajama and put <laughs> out my bed. That yes, was you. Yes. Thank you for You're that.
3: Right. <laughs> and now our parents, ladies and gentlemen. Are we gonna have to like rate this
1: podcast? <laughs> This one's explicit.
3: I <laughs> <Yeah>. said <laughs> we just took a picture in the kitchen with our grandchildren. Yeah, and us together. That's the first. That's right. First of that picture. That's- oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's funny. Oh. Well, more to come.
1: Yeah. More to come. So, how were we as children, and how does it, and does that reflect our personalities today? I could say, Ali,
3: you know, you were always um, fairly independent. You were always very kind, kind to all the children in school, just like the time you, you, you took your hand out to, to Melania mm-hmm. and, um, and to your sisters. You never, it was interesting because you never really wanted to play with Barbies or dolls. Hmm. It was, um, you were always interested in little stuffed animals um, and, and caring for them and nurturing for them.
2: Wow.
3: But somehow the dolls were, just not up your alley. And I was in love with my Barbie dolls. So when I, when I knew I was having a girl, I was okay, which Barbie doll am I going to buy next for this child? And not a one. Not a one. Wow. It's funny
1: because I was like such a tomboy growing up. Yes. I, I guess because we grew up with so many boys on our street, but today I'm like the biggest girly girl.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, when she says you have your stuffed animals, we have to know your collection of or they beanie babies. babies? Like I'm sure you have something worth money in that one. Listen, this is Kept a whole them.
3: thing. I, with the whole thing happening, I remember yes. your
0: shelf oh, in yeah. your bedroom.
3: Yes. They, Every time I traveled, I would buy a new <sighs> new be- or my sister in Georgia when she traveled. So we had Princess Diana's. Oh my! Gosh. We had all, and yeah. and they've gone missing. She's
1: been, have, yeah. Yeah, 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 they're they're missing. I I think someone sold sold them. I'm gonna go maybe with my brother.
3: I don't think so. I think we're still in the the hunt for them. Um, And when I do find them, they're all coming here because there's a huge basket of them. So, yeah. We're going to be millionaires
1: with that Lady Diana beanie baby in there.
2: (laughs) That's for sure.
3: So as a child, she was really very caring and continues to do so in her life you know with her friends even caring in her business and you know as much as you have to be a tough businesswoman you still are very caring so yeah it's very much reflective
2: mm-hmm. how about Melania? I agree um 100 uh, percent Melania is the <sighs> take charge uh it's my way or the highway because my way is the right way mm-hmm. um
0: It's a nice paved road, my way.
2: It is. A nice paved road. It is. I like the way that sounds. And like she was... And was she like that as a baby? That's what I'm talking about. Okay. As a young child. Um, But one thing that always stood out for me is the first day of kindergarten, where um, for a week I didn't sleep properly because I thought, how is she going to do this? You know, I'd never sent her to, to anything. So how is she going to get on a bus and, and say goodbye. She's not, she's, she's there's no way. How am I going to get her to do this? Huh? I didn't sleep for a week. And then that morning I walked her to 27th Avenue and St. And we waited for the bus and I saw it and all the anxiety, like I felt like I was going to throw up and she was just very calm. And I thought, okay, it's the calm before the storm, right? She's going to lose it. She's just going to say, I'm not getting on this," and I thought, okay, she's going to cry and I'm going to have to put her in the car. I'm going to have to take her to school myself. We'll handle it. We'll, it'll be okay. And the bus came. The door's opened. Melania mm-hmm. walked up those three steps, sat in the chair, never even looked back. <laughs> never <laughs> looked back. <laughs> determined. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> face, face forward. This is what I've got to do. And that's the way she's been her whole life. And in the end, it was me who's, who was standing there on that corner, bawling my eyes out. Uh, but when I was walking back to the house, I thought, she's going to be okay this one.
1: Turned mm-hmm. <laughs> out okay. I
2: think so. Yeah.
1: But you know what? That reminds me of another bus story. Do you do you know what oh, I'm about to get at? No. Where yes. they, sh- Toronto, Toronto. they shipped us to that biking shipped camp. Shipped
3: us. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the, the no, was, worst one I remember. We, <laughs> we were so mad. <laughs> we were, where so were the bikes? Well
2: the bikes were put you on a forgot, a- forgot your Odnustri, which is the, the official oh, uniform. Scouting uniform, yeah. yeah. Oh anyway. she did? We're yeah, not- she we're was not the only one who didn't
3: go. have one. Oh, Traumatic okay, storms. And then as I took her cycling up and down the mountains of I don't know where in Toronto, she, mm-hmm. she- had an asthma attack. Yes, she was not happy with us at all, especially with me. And as we saw their faces in the window. Oh, God. It wasn't the looking forward. No, no. Melania had in kindergarten. It was out the window and with the air. Daggers. Daggers. (laughs) (laughs) Just visualize
1: that bus going away and the two of us in the back, like, angry.
2: (laughs) Dinner
3: reservations.
1: (laughs) Gotta go.
3: go.
1: It's going
0: to traumatize us that we won't even send Isabella Marquez. No, no. Oh. <laughs> but you guys are the real winners. <laughs> um, on that note, what would you say your parenting style was or is still is to this day? Hmm. I don't think I can
2: even There's no name for it because like now everybody has a name for it. I'm a soft parent. I'm oh, really? a really parent. I didn't know that. Um, as just a parent. I'm just so a we were thrown, I'm just a
3: at parent. <laughs> yeah.
2: basically yeah. what it was. We were thrown into this, no books. No no, no podcasts, <laughs> nobody no social guiding media. us, no Dr. No Becky saying yeah. You know, you <laughs> might think about when you yell at your child, what it's doing. No. <laughs> I mean half the time I was walking around with a hoarse voice because you know, I wouldn't hit, it would never hit my children, but like if they got out of hand or whatever, I would raise my voice. Of course, of course. Um, so you know what? You know what?
3: I remember the book that we had. I uh, don't know, Doctor Spock. Doctor Spock. Of course, it and, sounds like Darth Vader. What is it was the only, only children's book out there? Right, a child psychologist, um, and he wrote a book, and that's that's what we had.
2: That's Dr. right. Spock. We need to look into
3: this. You have to look into this. Yes, we'll put it in our show notes. Yeah. <laughs> I think, be, but, no, I think I think it would gone.
2: be. He's gone, but it would be very interesting. Yes. To to see the contrast now of how what pa- the parenting style was right, and how it is now. It's probably I want to say black and white. I don't even know if there's a color and and white. <laughs> yeah. That's how probably opposite.
0: But do you seeing us and how much information we have available, do you think that you guys were lucky to not be overwhelmed
3: or no. do you wish you had That's a good point of view, yeah. I
2: I would say. I think a little in the middle yeah. would be nice. It would be helpful to get like I listen to Dr. Becky all the time and I think she's just mm-hmm. she's just brilliant and how she explains. And that's the whole thing, explanation. Really, when we wanted something and you didn't listen and you'd ask why, we'd say because we said so. <laughs> That's all we need to know. Because we know what's good for you. Mm-hmm. It's not like that anymore. Because children, really, they're so smart at a, at a very young age. Why not give them the understanding of why something is being done? We were not taught that. We were thrown into this... Uh, I didn't know you yet unfortunately I wish I did because I knew nobody who had a child I was the first one I I literally I was happy when I was going to sleep that my child was still alive <laughs> and and I was among
3: all my friends the first to have a baby so that was really uh you know overwhelming for me plus I was a working mom mm-hmm. um in the in those days I mean we're very lucky in Canada you if you're working you have I think a year yeah. To be home with the baby. How wonderful. In the United yeah. States, you have... Six three, months. No, 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 six three months. No, no, no. it three. No, no, uh, no. Like 12 weeks. Something ridiculous. Crazy. I mean, that baby is still, you know, cradling in your arms. Yeah. Um, but when I had Ali, uh, we only had four months in Canada. Hmm. I took... I was... I think I took two or three weeks before my delivery. And then she was three weeks late. Uh-huh. So I really only had <laughs> two months. With my infant child, um, and I will say that it takes a village. If it wasn't for my in-laws and for my mother, whom I lived, <clears throat> excuse me, on, on top of her her home yeah, in a duplex, uh, it, it took a village to to you know support me and, and my husband Ali's dad um, to make to make every day go by. You know where we. We were so clueless,
2: Mm -hmm. you
1: know? My next question was, what type of support did you guys have? You know, having little babies. Was it your mother's? Did you have neighbors? Uh...
2: No, I I didn't have anyone. I suppose my mother, but I really... So, uh, backstory, I'm adopted. So my mother uh, and father only adopted me when I was 15 months old. So she never went through the baby stage. So I never mm. thought to ask her for any help because in a way I just figured she's not gonna know how to help me. So you didn't want to put her in that position. Yeah. And here I was already having a child and I wasn't gonna start teaching her. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. Even when Melania had Marcus, she had to still reteach me certain things. You forget right. after oh, sure, yeah, for sure, no sure. years. You yeah. know, burping? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So I just kinda did it on my own. But Melania was very easy. But what about your mother-in-law? Did she help? Was she in the picture? N- no, not really. Um, for if we ever had to, like needed babysitters for if we were going to a wedding or something like that, um, the first time Melania was ever babysat was for our for, we had Melania for uh, our first wedding anniversary. Just before she was born in April, and our wedding anniversary was May thirteenth. So the first time she was babysat was for our wedding anniversary, and it was my two friends, Lida Kulish and Andrea Mizak. And mm. they had no idea. <laughs> and I remember being like, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Here's be fine. Look. Bye-bye. <laughs> you just have to remember to burp after each feeding. It, you'll be fine. And they, they, weren't, they wouldn't do it without each other. <laughs> like, well, well, I mean, that's a big responsibility. That's like still like newborn. Yeah, it was like yes. four hours. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was newborn, yes. Now knowing, very easy newborn, very easy compared oh, yes. to one year old, two year Tube. old yeah.
1: being attached. You feed and, and they sleep.
2: You feed and they yeah, sleep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's just a lack of sleep at that point that you're just.
3: Yeah, yeah. I remember coming home from the hospital, and uh, and your dad uh, said to your grandmother, my mom, uh, when she came up and said, "Can I? Can I help? Can I?" And he said, "No, we're good." We're going to do this. Mm -hmm. We're going to do this. We're good. And it was very well-intentioned, you know. Um, And uh, three days later, uh, with no sleep and feeding the baby every two hours. Please go. Hello. (laughs) Um, I said, said, I'm just going to go downstairs and see mom. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so I went downstairs uh, and uh, sat on the couch. In the basement, she's watching TV on her little whatever chair, and I'm sitting there. And she says, "So, so how's it going?" I turned to her. My heart. My heart. The baby's crying. She went. Oh my god! Came up to the kitchen, made seven meals, mm-hmm. ran upstairs, took the baby, gave me a break. I mean, yeah. it was unbelievable. Great yeah. help. great, great help uh, for me. The village was yeah. was very welcomed very yeah. welcome
1: i feel everyone tries to do it on their own and then they realize someone once
3: said never say no to help yeah. yes <laughs> you're, right. you're right and you know what baba would say um we would have an event i was a very possessive mother mm-hmm. because i was a working mother so any time i had with my with you guys was so precious um and every time we had an event, I would say, I would say to Baba, well, we're going here. It's an engagement or whatever. She'd say, let me babysit Alexandra, which, by the way, mm-hmm. Ali,
2: mm-hmm.
3: Alexandra. No, I'd say, no, no, we're, we're going to, she'd say, you'll enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. You'll have a few hours off. Let me. Mm-hmm. And I never looked back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Baba>. mm-hmm. <laughs> We've got, you know. Um, but I was I was very, uh, very attached to my children, very, as we all are attached to our children, but very possessive. And every moment for me was was crucial to do with my children.
0: So you, you mentioned that you were a working mom and mama, you were a stay-at-home mom. Do you think that that had an impact on me and Ali, seeing as how she went and started her business and I am a stay-at-home mom? Do you think it
2: had any impact on... I don't think so i remember it wasn't even you who told me somebody told natalie i don't know why had a conversation with you and she told me that melania said i want i want to have children early i want to be just like my mom i
3: I remember your second child saying that to me larissa Larissa saying the same thing yes that i want to yes that's what i I want to be stay-at-home mom i'm going to have children that's what i want to do and and both your girls are university, university graduates, yes. yes.
2: And I don't think Letissa I don't know, Lydista would want to be a stay-at-home mom anymore. But I mean, many years, years ago, <laughs>
3: ago okay. may have changed mine.
2: Yeah. But right. you, Melania, have always
1: wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. I know that. I mean, yeah. I knew I wanted a family mm-hmm. and I knew I wanted children. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. I mean, your mom is your role model, right? Every little girl's mom is their role model. so. Right. I feel to a certain extent it does have like an influence oh, growing yes. up, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I looked at my mom, she was a very hardworking mom, uh, traveled a lot, um, provided for our family, um, gave us a beautiful life by doing that. And I think the part of me said, uh, you know, I wanna do the same and I'm gonna help provide for my family nice. and start my own business and you know, and then I met my now husband and I said, you know, the stay-at-home mom thing can work for me too. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I I still do both. Yeah, I, I balance. You have the best of both worlds, yeah. really. I hope I you
3: know. hope I did you know both successfully because you know, my creativity and working was very important to me and uh as my family was. And <laughs> my mother was a hard working woman. Um she cleaned homes her whole life and you know, worked three days a week, home two days, took care of her father
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, you know, and this is what I witnessed mm-hmm. uh, my older sister her her dreams of her life was to be a secretary because that was the age of women not having careers right. or what have you, and having children and being a stay at home mom and being seven years younger and seeing the whole women's movement happening, um, I, I, I had so much ambition to want to see the world. I wanted to work. I wanted, and I really didn't think I was going to have any children and I, and I I had three, you know, so it, you know, but when we decided, you know, I think it's time, it, it was almost like a given, like, of course we're going to have children, you know, even though I was career minded. And uh, the minute we, we thought we should try and we got pregnant right away. And, um, and it, was, it was just natural to me that, of course, I'm going to do everything. I'll go to work and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll stay home. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it, you know, Ali didn't go to a daycare or, or uh, a- any babysitting until she was five years old. And she went to kindergarten because, of course, we had you know the grandparents helping us, uh, and of course, her dad, who you know uh, was a great help in bringing up course, the children. Um, she spoke Ukrainian going to kindergarten. Yeah,
2: that's right.
3: And learned <laughs> English in, in kindergarten <laughs> because we were all you know Ukrainian yeah. families, so um, it was very interesting. Later on, you know, with having two and three children, I had uh, I had nannies and you know help. Uh, with them
1: mm-hmm. so yeah mm-hmm. it's funny because i never really wanted children either until i met ellie yeah and then i was like and oh you know right. oh yeah. i want to make life with this man yeah. you know like like something changed in Absolutely. me so when you're with the right person um yeah magic happens miracles happen
3: exactly. exactly which is kind of cool and both your dad and i were very ambitious and yeah you know uh and we were the first of all our friends to have a child, so that was really, you know, uh, really for the other people. You're having what a baby? It was like really, and I was 28 when I had my first. How mm-hmm. old were you?
2: 26, and then 28 with uh, with Lallisa and we're old. on the brink of 35 with Nicola. Uh-huh. Yeah,
3: I was 30. I was 33. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, 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 Different it, times, I and my know. sister, yeah. and my sister was 20, right? There you go. You know? So uh, seven years later, here I'm at 28, everybody's saying you got to have a baby. So, And now mm-hmm. your generation is yeah. even later, yeah. Which, which yeah. Is fine. No,
0: I'm so thankful at the age that I had it because my mm-hmm. mindset was so different. If I had a child any earlier, because I've been with Tara since I was 17, we could have gotten married so much earlier. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be the same parent I am
1: today. No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you really would have been the youngest out of
3: everyone. Oh, yeah. My
1: <laughs> kids would be teenagers by now.
3: Oh my I god know, I know. <laughs> oh my it's god. crazy <laughs> well my, my mom, mom was young. a grandmother at 45 at 45 because my sister gave, she gave birth early young in her uh, in her years and wow. my sister very early my mom was already a grandmother at 45
2: well there's something to be said about that you have a lot more energy as a grandmother you mean yeah a young grandmother 45 oh my god yeah I guess. know i see i see people who you know just because you know become grandmothers for the first time at 65 70 and I know at 70 I'll never be able to that's only 10 years away oh my god (laughs) (laughs) I probably won't be able to do what I do now with Marcus yeah you know with like
3: Nicola's kids
2: oh my god yeah your youngest listen I have a
3: girlfriend who had her first baby at 42 Mm -hmm. and everybody said oh my god she won't have the energy but that was her one and only child, mm-hmm. and she devoted everything, and she was the most amazing mother that a 25-year-old yeah. or mm-hmm. 35-year-old would be because mm-hmm. it was, you
2: know, so special to her. Mm-hmm. 42.
3: Yeah. Mean, you don't take
2: anything for granted. Yeah. At I also, I also like,
0: don't think now, 70 is the same as, like, our Baba's 70s. No.
2: You know, just aches and pains, right? Yeah. You, you can't just jump up. I mean, you have to stay in, stay in somewhat shape, but it's not the same. I see, you know, every year has brings a little something. So, yeah, a little. I, I, I feel pain very, here, a little thing there. That's a right.
3: In the knees and the yeah, yeah. How do we get up <laughs> today? I I help Alia off the floor. <laughs> and she helps me up the floor. So we're in the same <laughs> position on the floor reasons. reasons for two very different reasons. I've got a
1: watermelon for a belly right now. Is <laughs> is that the fruit? rat? Did you check? It? I think it's more like a melon or something, but we're, if you look, it's a watermelon from the outside. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm two months away from a newborn, so
3: ooh, let's go back! How excited? Let's are you? let's
1: go back to newborn.
3: How excited are you?
1: Excited for the first three months to swing by, you know? I those are the hardest. Those are the hardest months: the breastfeeding, just- the no sleep, yeah. the yeah, you know. But after that, it's all smooth sailing. I find, and it's now looking amazing. back at human new personality, yeah, yeah. you know, it, I mean, they're probably going to be totally different than mm-hmm. the first one we had. I don't know.
3: Mm-hmm. We'll but, see. Then, but then you have a two and a half year old, yes, also who who is so in love with you. of energy, mm, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, yeah, it'll be very interesting to see the dynamics. Yeah, yeah, because going it, from does, one to two. it does make a difference between Melania and Larissa. To uh, twenty six months, okay. They were almost five years apart. So Allie was very, you know, uh, very giving, very loving, but she was doing her thing. Yeah. And then I was able to take care of a newborn. Yeah. You know, yeah. it wasn't like I had two, two you know, a toddler and, and That's a right. That's With right. Alyssa and Michael, I did. Uh, you know, and Alyssa was, you know, in a, rock, a baby rocking chair. Breastfeeding feeding feeding dolls. dolls. Because <laughs> she's all breastfeeding. Oh, 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 so oh, oh, <laughs> we have a joke. Yeah.
1: So, are there any desperate um, attempts or creative ideas that you guys did or attempted to put a newborn to sleep?
2: Well, if it's, if it's so unique, <laughs> we would do the dryer. Oh, the dry like the, in a baby yes. chair on the dryer. Turn the dryer on for the for the <laughs> sound and the and the motion.
3: Or there was a little. You realize that's you know, for us, the mama that's the mama And you really got them. In
2: 2023. They're so home. smart. They saved like $500. Yeah, was, I know.
3: Um,
2: and if that didn't work, then the last resort, because this was always during the night, it wasn't during the day, right. it was during the night. The last resort was like three o'clock in the morning. Uh, Melania's father would take her in the car. <laughs> and no, drive, it wasn't for me. It was for Larissa. For you as well. Oh. Um, would drive around for two to three hours. Wow. Up until she woke, up, and that gave me an opportunity to sleep for three hours. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then when he would come back with her, I would be with her, and he'd go off to work. Mm-hmm. Somehow, I don't know. But somehow, um, that's looked, it. Looked like, like I didn't
3: care. Yeah, you
2: made it. Yeah,
3: <laughs> you know, it yeah. worked.
2: But, yeah, for Melania, it didn't it? Didn't last very long. She was, she was, she was good. Luiza lasted a very long time. Um,
3: I think as a newborn, the mistake I, I made and we made was. Uh to be totally quiet, yes, know. yes, like we, we had a door with the glass that we would peer through, and you know I we agree. would be we would be so, so quiet, yes
2: um
3: that's what the first that's the first thing. that's a big <laughs> yes. mistake with the second one, uh you know, noise t v with the the little <laughs> on the yeah. couch while life was, was going on yes. Uh, and it was the best. And I, I, and I brought you into bed many, many, many times. Oh, yeah. Many times. You know, mm-hmm. it was like, we just need a little sleep. Yeah. Um, and you know what? Uh, they grow out of it and they sleep mm-hmm. in their own beds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once, you, once you understand that, you do make that concession. And it's not the end of the world to bring your baby into bed. It's yeah. not, you
2: know. Well, yeah. before anything just like Uh, anyone i'm I'm sorry i will never i will never i won't do this i won't do that every single one of those is broken of
0: course i feel like i could just hear the wheels and ali's head turning being like this is a big debate the sleep training and the bringing into bed you're just nodding your head for your mom but you're like this is a very big debate this is a hot topic hot topic this is another podcast in itself
3: also also had her cry in her crib for an hour yeah, mm-hmm. for an hour, which was breaking my yeah. heart. But my pediatrician said, "I gotta do it. Me you too. Got to do it. They
2: got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. You know." And you know, I believe they'll figure it out when when they figure when it out it now, because I did the same thing with Melania. I did the same thing with Larissa, yeah, and with Nicola. I was like, you oh, know, we do. Oh. Nicola slept in our bed oh. until he was, I don't know, seven. <laughs> oh. and now he is the. Most incredibly um, stable, independent (laughs) Look at that self-sufficient. Well, self-sufficient, like (laughs)
0: you know, independent. Like yes, he's getting there. He's running his own business. He is getting. He is so determined. Determination. Yeah, he's he's going to be a big somebody someday soon. Yeah, and my brother slept
1: in the bed. That's
3: all because he slept in the bedroom, mom and dad. (laughs) <laughs> but, but we were at a at a hockey uh game uh this fellow uh mother of one of the players and um she said to me you know should i even mention his name that's okay offside daniel because he was always offside and when he played hockey um you know he just keeps wanting to come into my bed you know she was she was divorced and her um and her divorced husband had died, so I think there was some trauma there. I, and I said, really? I said, well, Michael keeps wanting to come into my bed. And so we both laughed because here were these 13-year-old boys mm-hmm. who were still, you mm-hmm. know, insecure, I would think, you know, at that time in their life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're independent young men yeah. um, and, yeah. and very stable today so There's something
2: to be said about giving the comfort that the child needs yes and it's always yeah yeah, yeah.
3: but you know you just love to have them in your bed and it's just yeah. it's
2: just so so yeah lovely. the day where i was like okay are we going to bed and he's like oh i'm going to i'm going to go to my room to your room <laughs> to do what <laughs> to sleep okay <laughs> you do you <laughs> so you felt like abandoned. No, really. I was just like, because I had, there was no little signs of any. It was, it was like, like just one day the the- to the next. Going go. into my room. Something Going happened that day to him, <laughs> nine years later. <laughs> anyway, uh, Nick and Mikey, we love you. Yes. <laughs>
0: uh, yes. Did we have any? Um, crazy objects or a toy or something as toddlers that we were so attached to.
2: Blanket, I'm crazy. I have other children. Much, much more, but um, I remember that blanket you had. I had a pink one,
0: yeah. and my sister had a Power Ranger one Power that Ranger was like blanket. it was like an organ. It was attached to her body. <laughs> but yes. Marcus was very much the same with his lovey. So I I understand the, like, attachment when you have a love for something so severely. It's it's also
2: another comfort. Yes. 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 It's always there with you. It's a comfort and um, nothing nothing wrong with it. I don't think there's anything, unless you lose it. This is why, for For anyone out there, whatever 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 thing your child is attached to, buy five of them, buy (laughs) them, because... God forbid. They'll, when they're ready, just like Marcus, he's not. he doesn't have, carry it all the time. He doesn't need it all the time um, where he used to. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you lost one, oh, boy.
3: Allie had a little white teddy bear that she still has today. Yep. It's called Fajal. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> now, and
1: now Isabel carries him around. Yeah.
3: Same one, the yeah. original. Yeah. I've sewn him. And yeah. Alyssa had a pink, a pink teddy bear. A friend of mine had had gifted her, and I think she still has it. Yeah. It's really ratty. Oh, yeah. One. And Michael, I don't, uh, I don't recall. I think he did. No. No, no but I, I, I still have that tutu of mine here. And it was the one and only, but Allie was very um, very in need of her pacifier. Mm-hmm. And we had 20 of those. Mm-hmm. In every nook and cranny of the house. And that was still what age? there. <laughs> yeah. till, till, till two. And till, two. two. Okay. till two. And, and that was very difficult, you know, to, um, to, to wean her off. So with Alyssa. Interesting. How did you do it?
1: Yeah.
3: I just took it away. Okay. Just, she just cried. Y- yeah. She cried. And, you know, as she looked for it, we would make sure. So all these 20. <laughs> and with Alyssa, with Alyssa, uh, I breastfed her till until nine months, I believe. And, uh, she needed very little of the pacifier. And at six months, I just threw it away. Michael, too. Two, three months, and that was it. Because I learned I didn't want to be dependent on the classifier for two years again.
2: Yeah. Well, my girlfriend of mine, Diane DeJonet, um, gave Melania a really, really just brilliant piece of advice, uh, which worked beautifully. Melania, if you want to
0: yeah no she told because we were at a good age where marcus didn't i mean he knows we can go to the store and buy things but he just he thought his pacifier was his so he didn't think he can go back and buy his pacifier so mm-hmm. she told me to cut it make a little hole make a, a little hole, hole and then i gave it to him i told him it was broken and yeah. then he realized it was broken and then he walked to the garbage can himself and threw it away by himself
2: perfect. brilliant perfect. yeah so yeah. he saw himself yeah.
0: like throwing it away and like he did it so oh, I- ali that's
3: what you should do now she's got three yeah break one.
1: Yeah.
0: I just don't feel like Isabel was as
1: dependent on Marcus.
2: Was. No, she no, only she has not. hers
1: as na- at night.
2: That's yeah. kind of like her nighttime mm. soothing. Yeah. yeah, he had it in his mouth. Yeah, he needed it as comfort. It, it was, was kind of, it went away. And then we went to Florida. Uh, oh, yeah. He, she just needed it constantly and he would drop on the sand and he would put it in yeah. the mouth. Yeah. Of the sand And he yeah. didn't yeah. even care. Yeah. It was better with sand than not, not at, at all. all. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not past not. it. Yeah. Consider it a. Win a win, yeah. win for sure.
2: Yeah. I just for got turtle. rid of the
1: bottle, so that's a big win. And now the pass yes. is the next bottle. It's a. It's going to be a negotiating tactic with Isabel. I feel yeah. I do a lot of negotiating with her. I mean, they they
0: are strong willed, oh, and yeah. they need to feel like they're making a decision.
1: Did, did you guys have to negotiate? Always. What was any good negotiating tactics or?
3: You know what. You know, my mother-in-law, uh, God bless her soul, she was, um, she was brilliant with you guys. She was a storyteller. She was an entertainer. She was on the floor playing with you. It was wonderful. Um, and she, she taught me about distraction. mm not so much negotiating, mm. but you know, to distract. If your if the child was focused on something and having a tantrum, you know, you had to be smart enough and fast enough to find a distraction
2: mm-hmm. to get them over that hump or whatever. I don't know if that's. No, I think that's. A, I think that would still work. I, I even see it with with Marcus. If there's something that he's upset about, oh my gosh, look at this! Look what I just found! Why don't we do this? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't remember any 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 tactics that were that, negotiating, yeah, uh, that were used so that were like, oh, I, I would do this all this the time. time. Because, because every it's... scenario had a, had a mm-hmm. different need for a different solution. Mm-hmm.
0: And in terms of meal time, mm-hmm. was there like a specific meal that you knew was guaranteed going to be successful when we were going to eat it?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or mm-hmm. were you uh, doing draft the, were macaroni
2: you... and cheese? No, yes. really, mm-hmm. yeah. with Wait. hot dogs in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and ice cream. Oh my gosh, anything like Ali was a very difficult eater.
3: It was, it was uh, the one and only time my children ever went through this. The grandmothers ran around the house with a spoon to feed them all day mm-hmm. long. And I had a sister in law who uh, sat her children in, in the, um, high, chair. In high, the chair. high chair, slopped the food out there, and they opened with their hands and they ate and they were amazing. The dreams. And we, you know, we wanted, you know, little spoons. <laughs> and I do believe that wiping her face so much made her hate eating. It was like, stop. Mm. after every spoonful, somebody was wiping her face. And it became this two-year terrible, you know, trying to feed this child. Um, and so with the next two, it was like, flop on the, mm-hmm. have your, eat with mm-hmm. your hands, be dirty in mm-hmm. your hair, and it will hold you down. And those two were the best eaters ever. Allie was always very particular. And she went through. Uh, ma- uh, craft cheese macaroni and cheese for six months uh, hot dogs six months and then they get they sick of it, it you know yes yeah. and then they get sick of it um, and at, at one point I mean you can feed them anything you want uh, if they're not going to eat it because for whatever reason then you just feed them what they like and then yeah you know.
1: That's what happens. I think this is major karma because my daughter is exactly what you just described yeah. of me as a child. But
0: do you, because you know, in one of those Love Every books, they teach yeah. us not to wipe the face while yeah. they're
1: eating. I never did that for Isabel. Okay. She does it herself. But she does it herself. Yeah. She does it She's herself. like a yucky and wipes yeah. her own face.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, but she used to be a great eater. Something yeah. happened. And when I, I saw her for the first time, you going around that house with her spoon, with food. It just brought back that memory. Mm-hmm. And like said, <laughs> ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Karma. <laughs> Karma. Karma. I thought to myself, really? And I always said, I will never do that. <laughs> you you but you do. you do. You do whatever it takes. That's you know? a good
0: baby shower game that I will never do. And then <laughs> you have to bring it back and show them when they've done it. Mm. Um, both Ali and I did something called Solid Starts. So this was not something that you guys did when you were younger. How oh, her goodness. and I, at a very young age, like five months, started giving
2: food in oh, a yeah. solid farm. Oh,
0: I remember you would almost want to... I have to leave the
2: room. Yeah. <laughs> but I would, you know, what are you talking be, about? I mean, for, I don't know. Six. So like one, I would give them Gerber baby mushed up oh, yes. food. Okay. And she started very early, five months, six months. Giving little solids, and I would see she would show me these videos. Look, this this girl is six months old, and look, she's already eating chicken. And, the, and I'm like, what? I would be so scared that he would choke. Oh, I see. I just had such anxiety that. I, w- I would literally walk out of the room like fresh, fresh chicken. You mean you? <laughs> well, would no, make.
0: meaning like even an omelet. I'd give an omelet strip. Yeah, okay. and they're yeah. working their their yeah. their tongue yeah. and they're you, anyways. There's a whole choking mechanism. I was comforted yes. having my mother in the room while I was doing this. <laughs> would stress you? Would stress me? Yeah, uh, interesting. But it was just, so that was just not something. No, I think your pediatrician told you not to give us solid foods until our teeth came in. Probably, and we listened to
2: everything yep. our pediatricians pediatrician never questioned but no. like mm-hmm. even just to
0: give you a different isabel's teeth came in at one
2: yeah she got right. her first
0: tooth at one and yeah. marcus got it at six months right uh-huh. you know what i mean so yes. it's
2: just like and i think it wasn't even just when the teeth come in i think it was uh, start yes. solid food at one because their system is not yeah. ready yet for solid food if i, I remember correctly, i don't remember
3: one i remember five or six months that's what i remember doing purees you start, like you yeah. start with purees, yeah. right? That's what I'm
2: talking about. Oh yes. my god, I... I'm talking about solid food, not yeah, yeah,
3: yeah like, uh, like, yeah. I see what you mean. What like you
2: like have a... to chew, mm-hmm.
3: even before depends you have on the all teeth, your teeth, right? I mean, how many teeth the baby. But started. I saw okay. Marcus.
2: He would work his tongue. He would do it with his tongue and and his the top of his palate, and and he'd be eating, and I would just be like in the corner of the room. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but their gums are
3: so strong too. That's what we don't realize. I, I would get concerned because Isabel, she would take big chunks yeah. in her mouth and that really, right. really scared me. Um, but I remember my mother saying that my brother was, was so hungry that at, mm-hmm. at a month and a half, she started giving him pablum. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Pablum, yes. Yeah, that's yes. what they did in the old days. And they, That's right. What's pablum? It's, We're sitting here. What's pablum? It's, a it's, a,
2: it's, a, it's, a it's like a powder cereal that you put into your formula.
3: Like a kasha, or
2: or your breast milk, and like a kasha, exactly. And and then you.
1: For those who don't speak Ukrainian,
2: yes.
1: (laughs) Um,
2: And I remember at first with who I think it was with Larissa, I made the holes in one of her bottles larger, Mm -hmm. and she would drink the pablum that was mixed in with the pablum
3: interesting does that make sense do you know what i don't even know is. if we have that these days oh yes yes you
2: do, you do. I, I bought it she would not let it's me not in our holistic
1: we would not cabinet
2: no. 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 Berber.
1: probably does not have a
0: green <laughs> <laughs> approval but That's as my parents be...
1: say we're we're here yeah we're here <laughs> we're, we're good we're healthy we're good
3: right what's the biggest difference you
1: see in parents today than
3: Parents, when you were guys were growing up, that whole social media exposure that you guys have—the Google, the—you know—I uh, think it's phenomenal. To an but extent, but you still have to be logical about what you what you read and who your sources are, right? You you have to vet them and make sure you know that they're legitimate people because you know everybody's got an opinion, but are you an expert? Is there you know uh, backing? Um, you know, and research behind that. And then at the end of the day, you've got to do what what you think is right. Obviously you would never put your children in danger and you, and and you do the best. That's to me
2: the biggest difference, you know, and, and. I think we were just much more laissez faire. We believed everything and anything our pediatrician told us. Um, if we notice something, would be like, hmm, I'd call, speak to the secretary. Either she'd say, oh, that sounds like nothing to worry about. However, if you really want to come in, I'll, I'll squeeze you in at 2.15 or whatever. I don't think we were as intense or as worried because now, like in your previous uh, podcast, I think it was you, Melania, who said, or both of you, Google can be like, the worst you're
1: dead if you google yeah yeah whatever symptom you have if yeah. you're not
2: already dead google will tell you, you yeah,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> or if your child has this well very rarely is yeah. it like it's absolutely nothing to worry about it's 10 different yeah. avenues mm-hmm. of what could be the most horrific thing yeah wait so you expect- didn't even have google no we had nothing we you didn't, didn't have even cell have cell phones. phones no we had nothing we had nothing we didn't even have cell phones I mean, if we had to look something up, we had encyclopedias. <laughs> Those were these big books. I appreciate literature, <laughs> but but things change all the time. So yes, there would so be a new encyclopedia this big right. for letter A, which <laughs> changed every two years. Yeah. Now it automatically. Mm. So, so there's a good thing, I think. Mm. You know, Google for many things. Like how to get to your house today? Wonderful.
0: <laughs> I, I don't know about that because you were ringing the
2: neighbor's doorbell. <laughs> I don't know how well Google Maps yes, did for you. Because I didn't even look at the address. But you drive a car that is so rare, and there's that car parked. And I'm like, oh, okay, Melania's already here. And uh-huh. I parked next to it and rang the na- I'm sure I woke them up. For sure. Did um, they, they did not. <laughs> okay. they, uh, they probably have a camera.
3: And so and, and, this and and to take. Yes.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, but
0: on what you were just talking about, how you would call a pediatrician and ask if anything was homeopathy, was naturopathy, was osteopathy? i don't know, from Singapore. <laughs> any that other acupathy? Did you even know about it? Was it even? Did you know anybody who was doing it? No. no. I think we had
3: chiropractors in those days.
2: Maybe,
3: maybe. <laughs> maybe. But but that was had nothing to do with our children. Anything to do with our children was the pediatrician. That's right. Point final. Ho- uh, homeopathy, naturopathy, not no. No. Yeah. Crazy,
1: right? Interesting. The resources
2: yes.
3: that we have today mm-hmm.
1: in comparison. Yeah. How about any natural remedies or uh, what do they call it? Um, like why, old wives' tales or chicken soup. Chicken soup. Yeah. soup. 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 Vapor yes. yes. yes.
3: on your chest. Yes. So you yeah. get that. Inhalation. I think those
1: are highly toxic yeah. for children,
3: yeah, <laughs> just so power. you know. Yeah. That I
1: think even baby powder with the baby powder.
3: in powder. Bad, very bad. Just away-
1: to, you know.
0: I'm sure Ali and I will probably things we're doing now will be bad in 30 years. I don't know. Probably,
1: not,
0: some of us, we'll I'm no. sure we'll have done something. I mean, I just feel bad. I just don't want to, you ruin know, them. when I was breastfeeding
3: <laughs> and, and and I had all the cracked whatever, um, my toes would cringe, you know, as as the baby would start to nurse again, and somebody said to me, you know what, just put a little polysporin. I mean, I had all the mm. creams that, you know, but then somebody said to me, try polysporin. Oh my God. In a day, I, it, things healed. And of course, before the baby, you know, would nurse, I would wipe, you know, but polysporin was a, a, a miracle cure for me. To this day, uh-huh. you still tell me to put polysporin on everything. I tell you You've got a great cream and it works fantastically. Mm. He probably didn't even have that because what I bought, you know, uh, 35 years ago didn't, didn't quite work. Uh, yeah. Nobody soup, told me anything. And chicken soup and uh, chicken soup. mix vapor rub. Uh, Did Baba say like love. to put the baby to sleep, put a little peach schnapps in their milk? No. <laughs> no. Baba, said I mean, I mean, Baba said that that's actually. what they used to do in yeah. the old days. Oh. Like, you know, back in the old Nobody country. Told us to them. And you take a little schmata, a little, a little piece of rag. Because they didn't even have pacifiers there. Right. And they put it in there and you'd make and, and knock I, them out. And <laughs> teething was the same thing. You'd rub it on there. Yeah. Exactly. We did not. <laughs> no, we did not. But what was the what was that thing for colic? There was there was a thing for colic. Um and I think it still exists. And I think we even talked about it, Allie. Like grape like, grape, 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 uh, grape, grape uh, yeah. Grapes not grape seed something grape no, something yeah grape and it it was for colic Zali was a little colicky okay and when the dryer didn't work mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. sorry I gave you that <laughs> now
1: we, we use a lot of uh,
0: homeopathy yeah for our kids I'd be interested to see when Boiron or Boiron, I don't know Boiron. came around Wow. Boiron. Boiron. Yeah. What, what's that the brand that we use Boiron. hopefully one day will sponsor us manifestation yeah <laughs>
1: Well I, I think that's what wonderful. you can get
0: it at the pharmacy and B O I
1: R O N.
2: Whoa. They're wow. Canadian.
1: I think even a, a I've Quebec. Seen,
2: company. I've seen them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have and like I their little Canadian, tubes.
1: Yeah. So easy, already set for kids. Yeah. Portioned. Whatever the symptom is.
2: Taste it doesn't
1: taste like anything.
0: Mm-hmm. No. Which is a win. Is there it. anything that we do as moms that you wish you did or that you had access to?
2: Well, well when I was I pregnant I wish I went to an osteopath. I had a terrible uh, sciatica for the last two months. And we just we, we just dealt, dealt with it. Yeah. We just dealt, dealt with the horrible, horrible pain. Um nobody there was nobody suggested anything. No. Um, I suppose Tylenol, which I was against taking. Yeah, you really shouldn't be taking that because yeah. you're pregnant. Um so that Oh my God, I would have loved to have had a night nurse. And that's, of course, that's all dependent on, can you financially afford that? It's, it's great, great to have all these options that are out there. Mm-hmm. Not everyone can afford it, right? right. But and and back then I wouldn't have been able to, but that would have been, that's a, that's a game changer. Mm. If You can sleep.
3: Mm. But, but I, I learned to sleep, you know, anytime Ali was sleeping. I, I was able to get on, get on the couch, no, and you lucky and No, I could not.: So <laughs> she's one of those when the baby sleeps, you sleep.: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I've told her a 100 times, but she can. not I can't: she, you know, I could not. That's what I that's what, that's what saved me.: um, Yeah, I, I really a night nurse. I mean, honestly, I loved getting up at three o'clock in the morning. I loved it. I was home uh in my time and don't forget I was a working mom so what you want to say see you in 2 months <laughs> at 3 a.m. <laughs> I loved getting up at 3 in the morning. Yes. We had we had you know the shift timing planned where I could get a 6 hour stretch because what I did was immediately as I gave birth I breastfed and I gave one bottle a day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. And not only for my sanity, but for her dad's ability to bond bond with Mm -hmm. her. And he got the three o'clock shift. So I Mm -hmm. was able to go to bed at 12 or 1 and get up at 5. So I got a bit of a stretch. Mm -hmm. He was totally exhausted after a month. But us say mm-hmm. I gave birth. Mm-hmm. Even season. so. <laughs> yeah. Not quite. But, so, <laughs> so I did that for all, all the children. And then that one bottle became two bottles. Mm-hmm. And then weaning off the breast to, to that. Yeah. But I truly loved waking up with my babies. Mm-hmm. So I would never, never
2: have had a night nurse. Mm. I did the same thing. Uh, I went to bed at nine. And Paul would give the eleven o'clock bottle, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know if it was just Melania or if it's every child. It fills you up more. Yeah, the formula. Mm-hmm. So, so if he gave it too. to her at eleven, let's say eleven thirty, she felt she slept till almost five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four, so nine five, to five. If you had a really yeah, nice So trip. I slept from nine. I don't know. Nine <clears throat> till five. Yeah. So that was you know, but we only we didn't do that right away. Um, so, but once we figured that out, maybe two months down, I was like, oh my God, this is a lifesaver. You know
0: what's so funny though?
2: We all remember the exact times,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. like time, oh, yeah. like time is such a construct. We, like even this morning, she was up at 525, <laughs>
3: 523, well, oh, 523. Do- <laughs> you know, what? And- you remember,
2: you yes. remember.
3: Yes.
0: <laughs> but then it goes by so fast, right?
2: Yeah, it does. And then you're
3: sitting on a couch it with your really like it at that moment, Mother's- But it
2: really does. Yeah. And now look at four of us sitting here talking about that
3: but they're precious times precious I would never give them up happy I changed my mind from not having wanting and then having three yeah no looking back no regrets just the best best decision we ever made look at us you know I know
1: obviously (laughs) (laughs) hello (laughs) should we ask the questions
0: yeah so we always ask our guests who come on what their favorite baby product was or is?
3: Do you remember? Well, I will say uh, the baby carriage and the walks were were the best thing because that's when you slept the best, especially as a newborn. You were born in April, and uh, it, it was beautiful outside, and we would just walk and walk and walk forever. And those were that was that really? was my go to stroller yeah. pacifier. I'll throw that in there. <laughs> There were three in the stroller, <laughs> five in the bed, yeah, every couch
2: yeah. I don't I know when you got a little bit old, like you know, let's say six months, it was six months, eight months, it was uh the bottle, like you if there's apple juice, nobody, please don't put in, don't put apple juice in yeah bottle. they got us
0: addicted to apple juice they got us apple. addicted my parents got us addicted to apple juice because they put in our bottles
2: and so neither one of my daughters had front teeth because they them rotted them and they they just the slightest little bang and they they broke.
1: Was that what happened? Because you, I remember you <laughs> both didn't have front teeth.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> so Nick, and actually, Nicola broke his front <clears> teeth, <throat> but not enough because of apple juice, just because of a terrible fall. So wow. all three of my children lost it. It is
0: teeth. a curse that we hope ended with Nick. <laughs> that's right.
2: Yes. Does that's not
0: it. go into any more future descendants.
2: Yes.
1: No. But you guys were so cute without front teeth. And we look
0: like a little hockey team.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and what was your go-to mommy product? For yourself, like it got you through those times.
2: I don't think I want wine.
3: <laughs> I
2: barely, I didn't drink drank
3: wine. Then. I didn't drink till I was 35, 40 years old. I did not drink.
2: I mean, I drank, but that's not what I would go to because then it would be very hard to get up in the middle of the night. I don't think there was anything, honest to God. Yeah. Um, the thought yeah. of like having a day to myself. Mm. You know, if I, if I had something planned, even with three weeks away, that, that just kind of kept you going. Mm. Just a day, just a day to me.
0: Mm. Beautiful. Well, thank you, moms.
1: Oh, Thanks for joining us.
3: Thank you. We
0: got to go relieve the dads. How did we do for time?
3: They, they're doing well. They're doing great.
1: They
0: we're, do, we're doing, okay. So let's
3: <laughs> So we're,
1: final thoughts. All... Anything else you want to share? <laughs> Our husbands are downstairs with our toddlers. Right? There's no
3: screaming. That's true. You see, that's what I'm saying. You know, take advantage, ladies.
1: So we're going to sign you. off and say this was another lovely raw conversation, but but uh, we're going to tell the daddies we're still recording.
3: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're
1: learning. <laughs> this was fun. Thank,
0: Thank you. you. Thank, Thank you. you Bye. Thank
3: you.